Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast. And Ryan Fern is back once again. I'm not going to let you introduce yourself this time because we got to jump right into it. You and I both just watched the end of Xfinity Race number two. I don't know if you ca- did you catch Xfinity Race number one? No, I wasn't able to catch the first one. All right. So Austin Sindrick went out there. He had himself a great race the first time around. And just did a really great job. He won it at the end. There was a late race caution. He did a fantastic job. He won it again tonight, Friday night. So this episode, usually we wait to post for like three hours. No, this one's going up right away. Anthony Alfredo had a great night both times. There was a post-race altercation. Now, if you didn't see the wreck, Noah Gregson and Harrison Burton were running side by side. And they got into each other. Both went up into the wall. Both continued running. When I first saw it, I went, oh, yeah, Noah Gregson went up and hit him. And then I saw another angle, and I went, oh, Noah Gregson didn't really move. So from your perspective, who was at fault there in that incident? Well, it just looked like both those guys were going hard at the end, the 9 and the 20, if you guys are uh, unfamiliar with numbers that they dri- with the numbers that they drive. Because, you know, it's the end of the race. We're getting down to 10 or less laps to go here at Kentucky. and and everyone's trying to knock um Cindric or sorry is it is it Cindric you said Cindric won yes oh boy i'm doing it again yes right, Cindric gonna, won the race we're going to we're going to we're going to edit that one in post no we're not. anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway Cindric right away <laughs> man i'm really good with names but anyway Cindric everyone wants to knock him off of his throne you know and try and get their try and get their um their car into victory lane so they both ended up going up into the wall and getting passed by like you know four or five cars or something and then we see them down on pit road and they're saying on the broadcast, all oh, this is from earlier and they're talking, they're talking. And one of them ends up, you know, shoving the other guy, one hand on the chest kind of deal. Right. Harrison, and they're trying to talk. Harrison they're trying to keep talking. Away. Yeah. They're trying to talk, trying to talk. And then all of a sudden fisticuffs, they start flying left and right. <laughs> so fisticuffs. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong there at all, but if you had to, if you're, Scott Tapley up in up in the control booth and you see that incident are you calling it no fault are you calling it on Gregson or are you calling it on Burton well the, considering rack. It, considering that they're they're both going and it was still green flag afterwards it, there wouldn't have to be any call after that you know i mean if if one of them ended up wrecking the other then honestly i think it would just it would, it would have to be um it it, it could have very well been the 9 because I'm pretty sure the nine was on the inside. And at a track like Stafford, where it's one groove, here at Kentucky, it's one groove. Usually it's the guy on the inside trying to go for the pass that ends up getting the black flag in those situations. But, you know, it was, it, it's one of those really tough racing deals where, you know, everyone's trying to get every last position they can with the last 10 or so laps of the race going. So, I mean, I, I don't think those guys are going to be playing nice with each other next week. Oh, definitely not. I mean, they were throwing hands. There was like, I don't know if that was the crew chief or if he was the gas guy or the Jackman or something. One of the guys from Junior Motorsports, he he saw this this scuffle going on and went, yes, this is my chance. This is my opportunity. He comes running in. He might have even jumped over somebody, and he starts throwing hands. He's like 40 years old. He's throwing hands with these 20, 21-year-olds and has to get, like, dragged away. But this guy was the freaking Hulk. And had to get dragged away by three people to subdue him. Oh, yeah. You don't want to mess with the Jackman, dude. You don't want to mess with the Jackman ever. But, yeah. I mean, when the when the gloves are off like that, you know, it's a free-for-all. Everybody on every team is going to be coming over and getting getting their say. And, you know, whether it's going to be with their mouth or if it's going to be with the left hook. <laughs> 
And my favorite part of it all was Michael Annette sees all this going on, sees his teammate involved in a fight, and just continues his leisurely stroll over before getting over there. And then sort of just standing to the side, he sort of like looks in, he looks around, he goes, oh, this is pretty cool. And then he just stands there at the end afterwards and waits for them to finish. Like, oh, I'll let you guys, I'll let you boys wrap it up. And then I'll I'll ask whatever I want to ask to uh, Noah over here, and he just he stood there and did nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, what else is he supposed to do in that situation? You know, I mean, ah, whatever. If, just let let everything cool down, and then get what he can afterwards. Let me ask this: If somebody got into a fight with Alexandra, your sister at Stafford, would you jump in and get involved? Let's say Meg Fuller throws a right hook at Alex. I know they're in different divisions, but let's Ooh. say something happens, right? Dude, I. I I don't know who would be winning that fight if it was just Meg Fuller versus my sister. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a tough one to call. But I mean, it, like I've said before, I mean, we're the Ferns. We're no strangers to altercation down at Stafford, and we've we've had our we've had our pit road fights before and stuff I, like that. So I mean, what, if people are going to be fighting, and they're going to be fighting my team members. I mean, I'm going in there. I don't really care. There you you go. know, it's uh, if I mean, we're not the kind to initiate fights. You know what I mean? But someone comes into the pit stall, you got to do what you got to do, right? So that's how that works. Absolutely. I suppose I should have asked, like, Tom. If someone were to start fighting Tom, are you jumping in there? I realize with Alex, it, it's sort of frowned upon for if you were to jump into a fight. Like well, I'd that. break it up, you know? I mean, like, in that case. <laughs> yeah, but if, if, it's, if it's someone with Tom and, you know, it's like it's not in the cars, you know, that that's one thing but if it's in the cars you know and there's some on track stuff going on tom tom has made it very clear that i do not step into that that's his deal so i mean uh, is that know. a conversation that you two have had if where he said to you if i'm fighting someone and like you know we're wrecking each other don't get involved yeah i'm pretty sure i think it's just because he doesn't want me to get in more trouble than i already get myself into <laughs> <laughs> but you know you know just that's just kind of that's just kind of his thing. I think I think he likes to I think he likes his lone wolf status that he kind of has out there just doing his thing. And yeah, he's sort of made his career as sort of the lone wolf. He does his own thing and he does it well. I mean, he does a really great job. But case in point aside, okay, so you're gonna call no fault there on that incident. Now, you you know, and everyone that listens to the show knows, um, I'm I'm slightly biased here in my podcast because I can be because it's my podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm slightly biased towards Anthony Alfredo. He's he's a close personal friend. I love the guy to death. Really amazing guy. What are your thoughts on his? He finished sixth both races, and you saw he drove from twelfth all the way to sixth in what just like ten laps or something. What are your thoughts on someone pulling that off and like his? I think it's like his eighth X-Fandy start. Yeah, so there were a bunch of guys on um, on the lead lap there, but there were like way, way, way more guys that were a lap down. Not too many cautions were happening in this race. So at the end there, you know, wreck ends up happening. I think it was um, Hemrick in the eight car. He was trying to look for a move on the inside and then um, side drafting with another racer out there, ended up losing traction. Or no, sorry, sorry, it wasn't Hemrick. That was at a that was a later point in time, but earlier on, I think it was the 19 that was trying to go for that move. He ended up losing traction in the front, swung right around, smashed up into the turn two wall. I want to say with the with the rear end of the car, and it was a it was a bad deal that brought out the last caution of the race. A bunch of guys ended up coming down pit road, and they were actually like taking tires and all this nonsense. And 
everyone up in the um, announcement booth there, the broadcast booth, was saying, wow, we're really, we really thought that these guys were going to go for track position. And, you know, I thought that that would have been the case as well, not really looking for um, much risk by going down pit road and instead staying out. But after thinking about it for a bit, you know what? It kind of made sense. And I'm pretty sure Alfredo was a part of that group that went down there, took four tires. So, you know, restart with like 10, 12 to go or something. And being able to pick off almost one car per lap, especially with how hard those guys were racing. We were we saw at least like two, three different three wide um, maneuvers being made out there at various points in times. He, he did a fantastic job, brought the thing home in one piece. He was able to, you know, uh, cut that track position in half, get himself from 12th to 6th. And that's exactly what you want to look for, especially when you're in your look, your rookie season in uh, such a prominent division when it comes to the racing world in general. So he's out there, he's making moves, shaking things up a bit. So good for him, man. Absolutely. And you know what? Uh, I actually am friends with his girlfriend as well, a very, very nice woman named Emily. Um, we, we were talking after the race. Uh, her Her words obviously saying that you know wants to be safe and everything uh even she could not believe that he made up that many spots at the end and she's like his biggest supporter like oh yeah puts me to shame that's how much she supports him and rightfully so and so i mean it it was just it was amazing to see but yeah so (laughs) nice short sweet quick uh episode here getting the thoughts on a real race from a real racer do you have any final thoughts on that race you want to wrap it up with I think I'm going to be watching some more Xfinity next week. There you go. Love to put that down in the schedule, you know. Well, we can, you know, enjoy the racing at Stafford on Friday and then watch Xfinity. I believe it's next Saturday. But if we ever get to go racing at Stafford, if for once it doesn't rain on a Friday, just please, any other day of the week is fine. Just yeah. give us Friday afternoons. Friday morning. It can rain all Friday morning. Just It'll let be us fine. Race. Yeah, just let us race. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting pretty sick over here. Two weeks in a row, like what the heck, man? I know. I and I'm I'm racing this summer too. Like I'm going out there in the street stocks. I want to go out and drive. Yeah, we got to get you in the uh, in the rent a race car deal. I I I will be running this summer. That's already confirmed. It's just a matter of when. When it doesn't rain, exactly. if it ever stops raining, feels like feels like England now. England are the ones that are supposed to be raining every single day. Well, there's Ryan Fern's final thoughts on everything. It feels like England. It's always supposed to be raining over there. Ryan, thank you again for joining <laughs> us. We got, we're getting this episode out. Covering all the drama, the fight, the octagon there. in The, the octagon in the oval. That's what we're going to call this episode, I think. But everyone, you know where to find us over on social media. Bottled Up Radio on Twitter, at Bottled Up Radio. And then head on over to www.maconeysetupshop.com for all your iRacing setup needs. Everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.